Recorded live from an abandoned Orange Julius in Springdale Mall, it's the Photo Happy Hour Podcast. Hey, and welcome everybody. I'm your Photo Happy Hour bartender, Michael Mowbray. I'm mixing some shaved ice with some tasty rum to create a hurricane of photography fun. Joining me behind the bar are Dan Freevault and Carl Kaler. Say hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? I'm making old fashioned fashion today with no bitters. <laughs> Get it? Ooh. We're not going to be bitter. <laughs> oh, it's hard to not be bitter right now. <laughs> hey, you guys, after last week's podcast, I decided I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm not going to drink any less either. So I have whiskey. Yeah, I was gonna, Here's there, buddy. Say, I was going to say liar. <laughs> <laughs> So in case you're joining us for the first time, um, the premise here is that uh, we're three professional photographers who maybe know a little bit about photography, but we like to drink and talk about photography. And the more we drink, the more we know, or the more we think we know. So anyway, we're we're having some drinks. What are you drinking, Dan? I am drinking uh, Chardonnay today. Mm. Cheap stuff from Costco, because times are tough. <laughs> <laughs> However, having said that, we did splurge on our last wine or order from Napa and get a few higher end bottles because it's like we got to just spend some money and feel good about it. And <laughs> so that's what we did. So you're, so you're having the Chardonnay uh, with the SH Chardonnay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, at least it's not in a box. You know, it is at that's least in a bottle. <laughs> well, it's in a glass a now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glass, Screw cap, in a glass but, now. you know. <laughs> Screw cap, exactly. What are you having, Carl? Tennessee whiskey again until it's gone. Well, actually, it was gone, and they got another bottle, and then, and then that was gone. <laughs> and we got another bottle. So, How about you, Michael? What do you got in there? I'm actually drinking a Merlot for once. I haven't had a Merlot forever, and it's it's got a nice little mineral uh, nose to it. I, it's good. It's good Merlot. Although I did get a, a Scotch shipment in today, the FedEx guy came, and I was wondering how they're going to do this because you get alcohol shipped, you have to sign for it. So he rang the bell, and I'm like on the other side of the door, and I'm like, "Can I air sign?" And he's like, oh, "You know, I got to open the door so he could hear me." So I open the door, and he backs up like six, seven feet. And he just asked me for my first initial and my last name, and then he types that in, and that's considered a signature. So he didn't so, ask for your ID. No. So for uh, any, oh, I, you know, I look at least twenty-two. <laughs> uh, so any tips for some youngsters out there? You can order all kinds of alcohol online. <laughs> <laughs> but did he did he back up because you didn't shower in a few days, or was it actual social distancing? That's you know, the question. Truth, truth be told, he started to back up, and I started to take offense at it. I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, COVID. Yeah, okay, yeah, I get yeah. it now. Yeah. You know when they say wear a mask, that doesn't mean put underwear over your head, right? <laughs> which, well, not the ones you're wearing. Yeah. Which, which is one reason why my wife won't let me fold laundry anymore. <laughs> the master plan. Remember, never, ever do anything that you don't like good. Because if you do, you get the job the rest of your life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, never fold right. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, in the middle of a cold Wisconsin winter, nothing better than a Warm pair of underwear on your head. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we have a very different idea about warming up in the cold weather. 
Hey, I'm not saying anything that's not true. Anyway. Um, so, so if you've made it this far and haven't left us yet, uh, what is our topic for today? Exactly. <laughs> Every week we have a topic or a pseudo topic, and this week we're talking about client persona or what kind of clients make our ideal clients or what kind of people are we looking for for our particular niche or niche. We could even talk about that. Is it niche or niche? Potato, potato, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I'm from, I'm, I'm from Wisconsin. It's just easier easier to say niche, so that's what I'm going with. That's not that <laughs> easy to say either. Yeah, yeah, and as I stumble <laughs> over that. Boy, this cheap Chardonnay packs a punch, I think. There you go. <laughs> there aren't Another even any grapes in it. It's just grain alcohol. <laughs> and at this point, I'm just slap happy, you know. No. <laughs> what more, you know, you, you have your ups and downs, and you just get to the point where it's like, whatever. <laughs> whatever some what more of that month? yellow why stuff why not what's another month come on <laughs> what's another month yes so yeah client persona uh i i kind of brought this topic up and i thought it was yeah, so somewhat... i want you to start right right exactly <laughs> i'll get it rolling talk dan <laughs> talk it's it's kind of timely because you know a lot of us aren't doing sessions right now and and so maybe it's a good time to kind of lock in and key in on who is your ideal client and I'm just pulling off of past experiences because I started over eight years ago, which I had a little Facebook memory pop up today. Uh, it's kind of ironic. And it really helped me when I started over to understand really the type of sessions I enjoyed doing as well as the type of sessions I didn't enjoy doing and really lock in on marketing or actually first finding the ideal client and a lot of times people are like, well, how do you get your high averages and, and things like that? And for for a while, it kind of stumped me. I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm just lucky. But what it boiled down to is that research I did and that like all the information I put into really trying to find the ideal client and having that in my head every time I did marketing or put out messaging or when I talked on the phone, I had that ideal client in mind. And I think I attracted those ideal clients and therefore they paid me well in the long run, because at first I was getting the right people. Um, and for instance, I, I just boosted up, boosted, paid PhotoBiz to help boost my SEO. And that's one thing uh, I really always wanted to do. But it also, at one point, you know, whenever I get a lead from Google, it's not really the best lead because it's right. just a blind kind of lead. So I'm trying to work on now, like, how can I get information to that client? that justifies my pricing because they're such a cold lead and they're not necessarily an ideal client. So how can I do that? So I'll just kind of start with that and let you guys talk for a bit and come back around to my thoughts. Yeah. I've always made that recommendation to clients when I was in advertising and, and done the same thing uh, for myself is I've always said to try to actually picture who that person is, or if you've got a client that fits all the criteria that fit, you know, who your ideal client is, you know, picture talking to that person all the time. So when you're writing all your copy for any ads or emails or even your website, feel like that person's right across from you and that's who you're talking to. And that will change your tone based on who that person ends up being, male or female. Predominantly in this business, we're talking and targeting female, but not always. And, um, you know, what kind of social economic strata, what kind of job, um, are they warm fuzzies? Are they cold pricklies? You know, what are their personality types? And that will guide you towards how to create those marketing messages 
and really kind of create your brand message to make sure that what you're doing is talking talking to the right people and connecting with the right people. Because if you're if you're seeing kind of like you're alluding to Dan, it's like you're getting some some of the Google stuff coming in. It's just not your ideal customer. But if you're in your business, you're getting a lot of leads coming in that just aren't the right people. Take a step back. Um, maybe it's the way you're presenting your brand. Maybe it's the venues you're using to present your brand. Maybe it's the language you're using. Um, I, I come down to a, a lot of what causes problems for businesses in the portrait photography business is the language we use. The language we use in marketing, the language we use when we speak to customers, um, the language we use when we're in an in-person selling process, uh, and that language makes a huge difference. And I don't think enough attention is paid to that. You're like talking English language or like if you <laughs> That's what I was gonna say, <laughs> if I speak like Latin, French, I'll sound fancier. French, no, French. Fragile. <laughs> I like to I like to speak with an accent. <laughs> I just pissed off all of our French people. <laughs> all all seven. Um, all seven. Yeah. No, language. The, the words. The words that we use. You know, and, and how and how we say things and when we say things. Even enunciation. Yes, <laughs> no, or I, lack thereof. I, I actually, uh, this might be kind of a, a slippery, scary slope here, but. Uh, I'd like to go back to what Dan was saying about uh, having PhotoBiz do uh, work on your SEOs right now because they they are offering. I know a lot of people are listening. I know our uh, PhotoBiz clients too. But and I was wondering about this myself. I know when you set up a website with PhotoBiz, they kind of go through that or in the in the first place. So my question was, and I saw the ads too. What are they? What are they offering now? I mean, what are they doing in a, in addition to when we initially set up? I mean, what has has things have things kind of relaxed while we've had this for the last eight nine years? Or, I mean, do we have to keep up on it? Is that what we're paying? You for? Is that what you're paying them for? I mean, so what what do you what did you why did you do what you did there, Dan? Well, I did what I did because it's actually when I talked to them at Imaging in January, it's something I wanted to do because I hadn't done really much with my SEO since eight years ago when I started over. And I had great SEO because I started and I, I was blogging and I was doing keywords and had Google Analytics and a lot of different things. And through the years, I just let those things lax. It's one of those things you just run out of time to keep up with. And so I talked to them about doing it, dragged my feet like you know most people do. And then when the 50% thing came off, I'm like, okay, this is it. Like, I really want to focus on my business. It's 50% off, which isn't very expensive. Their initial service isn't that expensive to begin with. So 50% off was a steal. And so that you have to fill a form out and they kind of ask who you feel your competition is, you know, what keywords, what, you know, niche do you really want to focus in? And then they go in and they put the appropriate a proper metadata and, and keywording in so that you rank higher on your Google search. And I'm already ranking on the first page, but I'm not number one anymore. So being number one, at least I'm on the first page still with certain keywords, you know, and they know which keywords, they know what people are searching for. So for us, for instance, we might say, uh, we might call it portraits, but if, 
if a, a client is out there searching, they're going to search for senior pictures, Green Bay, for instance, or, right. you know, so they can look and see where the searches are coming from and what keywords are being used for a search when we might just put down portraits and heirloom photography and all these fancy words, which, which Michael Nobody said, searches for. Right. And you're right. And Michael, I mean, it's important to use those words when you're doing sales and marketing, but you also have to change your thought. And even if you just say senior pictures or pictures, you know, uh, <laughs> senior photos or high school senior photos, like uh, graduation photos, like what words are people actually using? And they can look at Google Analytics and find those things out. And it's different for each area. Your area, people might be searching for different things based on your area Stopping down and yeah i mean right my friends in texas that's what they're saying and i'm going what the heck is a cap and gown session <laughs> right we don't do that up here so no right so keyed in on that and then taking it to the next thing so i'm putting i i kind of put myself in the client's shoes and said okay if I don't know anything about photography and I Googled and this person came up and I went to their site and I like their site and their imagery, that's step one. Okay, I'm going to reach out and contact this person. Now, what makes me stand out other other than price? Because if you have the same product as everyone else, people are going to choose the cheaper version. It's just human nature. Right. It's a commodity at that point. Yeah. And so word of mouth is great because people share their experiences. They talk to people. And so you're kind of pre-qualified that way. And that's how I get most of my business. But if I want to improve my my business through Google, how can I improve that and show the experience? So I'm doing videos and blog posts and, and informational emails where they can kind of understand that it's more than just a photo session with me. It's an experience. And if they value that, fine, then they'll book me. If not, then they're just price shopping and that's okay. But these are things I'm trying to automate so that it doesn't take much time, but yet it still explains why I'm different. That's one great thing about it. If you can automate that kind of stuff is you take some time to craft that and you spend the time up front to craft it. But once you've done that, then it runs on its own. <laughs> you know, there's very little, it's not like you have to do the same thing over and over and over again. You take the time up front and get it, get it right. And, you know, I, I see a lot of people spending too much time doing the same thing over and over again in their business with when they could be automating things. For example, even, even email replies to clients. How many, have you guys scripted out your email replies to clients when you, when you get inquiries in? I have, they're all in a Google doc on my desktop, copy, paste, throw it in or maybe change a word to personalize it. Done. You know, I see too many people sit there and, oh, hey, thank you for contacting me regarding senior portraits. I'm so excited. Uh, what do I want to say next? You know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, that way you can you can streamline things, but also you can really craft it to make sure that you're creating something that's got the right tone that fits your brand and it's going to resonate with the people you're trying to talk to. Molite may be best known as America's top-rated Godox retailer, but did you know that most of our light modifiers are made exclusively for Molite? Well, at last count, we have 20 different custom Molite brand light modifiers in stock. 
Our popular Snap line of softboxes are designed to set up and take down quickly while providing beautiful color consistent light when in use. Our unique exo focusing parabolics give pro photographers the critical control they need for commercial and fashion shoots. Our 22 inch silver beauty dish includes a grid, a sock, and a padded shoulder bag. And we deliver all of that at a price that's really hard to beat. Plus, everything must pass my own personal testing and I test everything. And I have to admit, I'm pretty picky about my lighting tools. So if it passes my test, then it could become a Molite branded product. High quality, color consistent modifiers that meet my exacting specifications. Choose a Molite brand softbox or other light modifier as your next lighting tool. It might become your favorite tool. Exactly. And if you were at imaging, which seems like years ago, it does. Right. With everything yeah. that's happened. Uh, but the, the closing keynote speaker really hit that home on the type of words you use. Now, it was also interesting because she also mentioned a lot about ending with a handshake and in different things now that you're like, oh, my God, we can't touch people, you know. Uh, but it was really important that the words that you use and how you craft that and how that can really, you know, affect someone's perception of you. And, and that's the, what I struggle with. So, yes, having some kind of script does help. Uh, I always like in my contact form, it's like they have to put down a phone number. It's one of the required elements in the contact form, which is great with PhotoBiz too, because you can, instead of just having an email where people will email you something, they have to fill out a contact form. So it helps me stay organized, which I'm not always the greatest at. And it also has fields that they have to fill out. And one of those fields is a phone number. Another one is the best time to call you because I am a personal business that wants to, t I'm better at talking than typing and grammar. So for me to, you know, I may start with an email script, but I want to really talk to them and follow up and ask questions about who they are and what their senior is and what hobbies they have and, you know, what interests they have and what kind of paint the picture of what I can do for them because I am selling the experience at that point, you know, and I'll talk price. I don't have a problem talking price, but if I just send a price list, that's, they're just basing it on price and I'm not the cheapest. So it all becomes about price. Somebody, because people ask about price because they don't know what else to ask. It's like, how much is the classic in our business is how much is an eight by 10? Well, do you even want an eight by 10? I've thrown that back at people. And it's like, well, they'll call and say, how much is an eight by 10? It's like, well, how do you even know you want an eight by 10? And it'll be a pause. It's like, I don't even know what I want. Well, let's talk about what you might. <laughs> You yeah. know, <laughs> exactly. Or, or now it's transitioned into, do you sell digital files? You know, do you have, and so I, or, or yeah, our files included. And, and so I hit them back with, well, what do you want to do with them? Because if a lot of the seniors want to share them on social media and so, yes, I have social media files. That's the most economical way to get some digital files, but I specialize in printed portraits, things for your home and, and, and you can buy files to print, but that's not the most economical way. And so you kind of, you know, work around that. Or one thing that I keep seeing over and over again, and this is on my list to do, 
I'm going to write it down again here, but to have on your website images of wall portraits, not just wall portraits, but you know, the room with right, that, all right. it, it's, it's subliminally telling people I sell wall art. I don't just sell digital files. And I, I know I've heard it from a few different people when I've gone to conventions and stuff. I'm like, that, that's brilliant. Even putting it in your price list or your price menu, showing examples of, of, of walls with images on them. That's telling you not, you know, that you sell that and also shows scale. Like here's a, here's a 30 by 40, you know, this is what you want. So I did that this year. I, and this is the first year I've done that. I, I put a wall collage, uh, a, a canvas, you know, wrap collage in the actual price menu book. And I, w I was dumbfounded at how many people commented on that and how they're like, well, that makes sense. And I, maybe I got to do one like this. I'm going, no one's ever pointed any of my price menus ever before and said, I need one like that because there wasn't one of those on there. So, yeah, I mean, that is a phenomenal idea. I think that we we're, I was kind of missing out on for a lot of years and it kind of happened by accident this year. And I think that's something they're going to definitely have to continue. Um, but as far as my ideal client now, you know, as much as I hate to think about it, um, I think what I'm going to do is completely start over from scratch. And what I mean by that is I'm going to be looking for families with uh, younger or middle-aged kids. Um, you mean like in their 40s? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> parents, yeah. <laughs> no, well, younger than that. Uh, Old people have money. <laughs> no, well, it's true. Well, not here. I mean, in most places it's true, but not here. Uh, you know, I want, I need a client that I can develop a relationship with. I need somebody that I can photograph a family this year, uh, maybe another two years, every year would be great, but every other year would be wonderful. And then lead into a senior portrait, a senior portrait, a senior portrait, another family portrait. I, I need, we don't have that many families here I and mean, we don't have that much of a population here. So I need to find a guest that is going to be able to repeat. And so I'm going to start, uh, in fact, I was working on this this morning and so I was thinking, I'm well, in, in, in nine months, you, you're, you might have a boom in families. Uh, first. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Six feet. I mean, that's, that's a long way. Never mind. We're not going to go there. Uh, but, <laughs> don't get me know, started. There is going to be, you want to the left, words. honey. <laughs> Mark my words. There is going to be an influx of uh, Halloween costumes next year with people wearing yardsticks. It's going to look really awkward, but they're going to have you know, yardsticks. <laughs> you know how far away to stand from each other. That's going to be Halloween costumes next year. I guarantee it. Um, but no, I, I need I need families that we can have. I, I need to be able to see them multiple times in the next four or five, six years. And that's so that's really what I'm going to target. Because uh, I was thinking all the last few weeks, I'm going to target my seniors now. How am I, how am I going to really target them? And this morning I thought, no, I, that's great. I got to target mark, you know, target seniors too. But I think I'm going to spend more energy trying to go after uh, families with children. You know, middle, you know, middle school age children right now. Three would be ideal. Three kids would be ideal in my mind right now. 
Um, it's easy to photograph the family portrait take. You got five people, so you got a good pyramid kind of thing going on. And <laughs> yet we have family several times throughout the time period of them all graduating and plus the graduations itself. So I think that in the end, in the long run, looking at the long game, that would help me financially better than just a senior. So uh, that's that's my target right now. That makes sense. The interesting thing you bring up, though, is, uh, and this is, it's different for me, because you said, you know, you, you'd be targeting families. Ideally, they have three kids. I have found, and I keep, you know, always track who my best senior customers are. And the biggest part of my business over the years has been seniors, weddings, headshots, and families, you know, somewhere down below that. And I've really stopped doing weddings. So now I'm mostly seniors and headshots. And my seniors tend to be, um, it tend to be one kid, one kid or two kids. And they splurge on that one kid or the two kids. I don't see a lot where they've got three or four or more kids. Now, there aren't a lot of families anymore that have three or four or more kids, at least not around here. But the ones where I've done really well with, it's a single kid. That's a good point. Um, and which is why, I, and that's another reason why I was looking for uh, families of, you know, not families that already have seniors. I want families of middle school kids because I want to make sure I'm, photographing that first kid through <laughs> because how many times and you hit it on the head Michael, a lot of them a lot of families have one child right now and that's great they in i've seen the same thing i typically get better sales or higher sales from single <laughs> children families however i've gotten the worst situations in my mind uh experiences i guess is, is what i'd say in Clients that have come with their second or third, they weren't happy with their first, where where they took their first senior. Um, and now we're like, okay, we gave them this and they're going, oh my gosh, I love it, I love it. But I can't do this and this and this because we have nothing that matches it from the first. And I'm going, you know, uh, so that's why I really want to get them now. I want that first one through. Get the first kid. So, yeah. 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 So that we yeah. can now yeah. get them. Everyone has to do the same. So I know if that first kid through ordered, you know, three wall portraits for a collage and they had uh, medals and they had um, uh, collage or uh, uh, your, book your, your, or your album band. or yeah. 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 But the, the montage is, gosh, I'm losing it there for a minute. But if we made a montage for them and did all these different things, I know we're doing the same thing for number two and number three. So that's why it's so important. That's what I want to target that now so we can get them before somebody else messes it up on me. You know, we don't want them to screw up the process. <laughs> right. Well, and, and that was my theory with a couple of years ago, hitting the tween market and, and getting them in where it's a shorter time span before they become a, a senior client, but yet you are first exposed to them. That sounds bad, uh, but <laughs> don't, yeah, yeah, don't be exposing yourself to tweens. Yeah, just... Pro tip, pro tip: do not be exposing yourself to tweens. But you, you um, present your photography uh, art to them before, you know, and and create something for them, and it's another transition in their life. You know, transitioning from a from a baby to a, you know, or from a child to a to a, a young adult, you know, let's say, or a tween, you know, and then when they transition from 
at the senior year, it's from their senior, their transition into an adult. And a lot, they change a lot from, you know, 12 to, you know, 15, you know, and then 15 to 17, and then, you know, 17 to 21 or whatever. So you are documenting that time and that transition in their life. And, you know, when I spoke at WPPI this year, it was interesting because I was, I was speaking to some some photographers from Russia and they just couldn't understand senior photography. You know, they're like, well, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And then there was another gentleman next to me and he was, you know, we were both trying to explain it, you know, that it's a transition in time. And they just thought it was weird. And it is kind of weird in a way. They're like, so some like 40 year old man, like photographs these 17 year old girls. Doesn't that seem weird to you? I'm like, well, it's only weird if you think it's weird. But it's only it's weird like, if they pay me. <laughs> yeah, they pay you. <laughs> Wait, no, we, they got, we got to get paid. No. <laughs> right. Well, it's, but it, you know, it's about that transition in, in their life, you know, it, it's in, so, you know, it's, it's, it's similar to a wedding, you know, there's, that's a transition in their life or a first communion or a bar mitzvah or something. That's a transition. So we document it. That discussion this morning with, uh, I was, I was doing one of my coaching sessions with one of our members and, and we we're discussing the clothing that the senior had. And it was awful. I mean, it was really awful. She looked like a clown suit or something. And I said, but, but here's the thing. I said, senior portraits. Now they're not, it's not about the yearbook. The kids don't care. I mean, they no, really, no. I mean, they do, but they just, it, it's not on the top of their mind. What they care about is they have stuff for social media. That's cool. So really, you know, our portrait work right now, especially with seniors is a time capsule. So I was telling her that, you know, like I, tell my guest, my senior guest, I say, hey, I want you to bring at least one top that's long sleeve, solid color, no stripes, no patterns, no logos, something that's simple and timeless that we can do something that isn't going to date itself, you know, you know, in the near future. But after that, I want you bringing things that you wear all the time because we want to show the time capsule. And like you said, that's why we want to photograph tweens. We want to photograph the three, six, three, uh, three month, six month, nine month, year, two year, and then where do you go? You know, you're sitting there. They come back when they're yeah. 17. That's what they get. Exactly. So yeah. the, the thing is great. Or how do you get them then? Okay. So if you can't convince them to come back for a tween thing, that's when the family portrait to me works because it's an mm-hmm. excuse to get them in front of us. And when I'm, when they have them come in for their family session, I'm going to photograph the family as a whole. I'm photographing mom and dad. They don't have a choice. And then I'm photographing the kids as a group, but I'm, I'm really working and going, Hey, well, we're here and we're doing this. I'm going to photograph Susan and I'm going to photograph Jill and I'm going to photograph Jonathan um, so that we can maybe make a, a, a wall collage of, of each individual person, the three of the kids, mom and dad, and the whole family. Wouldn't that be cool? That show everybody's personality and then the personality of the family. But that's the way of kind of getting that time capsule going there a little bit. But I mean, that's, we're photographing, we're recording life. We're recording, we're recording Gosh, we're we're creating for time capsules and milestones in our lives. And uh, those are the clients that I want. That's what I'm trying to get across to people that if it's to make it important, I want the people that feel it's important to them to capture those moments in a professional manner. Those are the people I want. Here's a toast to time capsules and life. Everybody take a drink. Cheers. Time Time capsules and life. Yes. Wasn't that like a 70s song from Jim Croce? But anyway, uh, on that note, 
Uh, on that note, let's take a, let's take a real quick break, and we'll be back in just a bit. The Photo Happy Hour is brought to you in part by Molite and Golden Eagle USA. Golden Eagle provides the best value in color-critical LED lighting tools for photographers and videographers alike. Check out the wide array of LED options at the Molite web store at www.gomolite.com. Molite is proud to be the exclusive U.S. distributor of Golden Eagle LEDs. Hey, and we're back, and we're still picking up on talking about who our ideal clients are, what their persona or persona is like. Uh, Dan, you had some thoughts on that. Yeah, so when I started over, I really wasn't sure what my brand was and and really wanted to get a feel for what people felt by looking at my images, what my brand was, because we're so connected to our own brand or our own imagery, or we may not feel like we have a style or, you know, what kind of messaging are we putting out? So what I did is like sent it out a bunch of images to a, a, a group of different people. Then I asked those group to kind of share it with people who didn't know and kind of get feedback. And now with social media, it's a lot easier to do that. Or what you can do is just quite simply, if you've been in business for a long time, uh, I, I know I think it was, and I always say her name wrong, so forgive me, but Kaya, bon, help me, guys, Bondurant? Bondurant? Yeah. Bon, barn burner? Bondurant. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think she uh, mentioned this at Imaging, but she said, just post on social media, Facebook or wherever, just say, list three words that describe my photography or my art. And it's it's interesting to see how people, you know, photographers and non-photographers, clients, how they view you through your art. And it will really give you an idea. Like the same words are going to come up and some words that maybe you didn't think of. And use those words or, or develop a client, client persona based on those words because that's already the brand you're putting out there. You just may be too close to it to realize what that is. And so just grab a hold of that in, in all of your marketing and all of your social media posts. Kind of keep that in mind when you're when you're putting stuff together, because that's what people see of you. And if you see something maybe you don't like or you want to change, well, then now's the time to focus in on those areas to change that persona or that brand that you may have and move forward. OK, three words to describe my photography. Ah. Oh, you, you want me to say it? Yeah. Well, oh, I thought you were going to say it. I was waiting for you. I was like, yeah, no, I want to hear this. Well, what he's saying is what, what we think doesn't matter. It's how the other people see it, how the clients see it, how would they describe it, and that's the feedback he's looking to get. So I was just putting you on the spot. You don't have to answer that, especially if you're going to say shitty. Yes. <laughs> Shitty, crappy, <laughs> pukey. <laughs> Usually, sucky comes up. Oh, sucky! Those are sucky. Uh, those are the additional seven or addition to the seven dwarves. You know that tops out the top ten. That's <laughs> right. Like that. yeah. Right. It, and and one thing I kind of came up with when doing this is I made a list of the sessions I enjoyed and like the type of clients that fit that. So, for instance. The sessions I felt like if the if the senior was kind of a drama queen and or beauty queen and everything like those sessions weren't always the most fun for me. I enjoyed the sessions where the girl was a little bit 
more athletic, but yet could get glammed up a little bit, enjoyed maybe having hair makeup done. It's not something they did every day, but they it was fun. It was fun to play a little little dress up and but also have the athlete in them shine. And that's was the perfect client for me. And those are that's who I connected with because I was an athlete and I enjoyed showing that side of them. And I also enjoyed like, okay, we can have fun outfits and and get hair and makeup done as well and create some some cool things that way. So for me, that really, those sessions were the most fun because those are the ones I was most connected to instead of just like, oh, that session isn't that fun. So I kind of maybe didn't put as much effort into it or just kind of didn't have the same connection with the client. And therefore, we didn't uh, kind of like feed off of each other during the session. And right. so the experience maybe for, for them wasn't as good and that's not their fault. It's just that we didn't connect the same way. So I, t I went out and wanted to really market as, hey, if you're an athlete and you like to get dressed up, this is what we can do for you. And so I attracted those clients or like some people will say like, well, my clients will never buy a montage. Well, I go to their website and look at what they're doing and it's like, well, the montage may not fit because you're not putting it out there. Or maybe if you started showing examples of a montage, guess what? People are going to buy what you show, you know, and, right. you know, and the same thing, like during an order session, I would get like, oh man, why did they buy that image? I knew they were going to buy that image. It's my least favorite image. Well, guess Don't what? It. Yeah, it was my fault. <laughs> I showed it. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's not their fault. I took it and I showed it. Now, People will say like, well, what if they ask for it? People don't ask for it. I would just say, you know, you had better images or you blinked or something. It wasn't. These are the best of the best. And so I want to show the best of the best because I don't want them to get something because, you know, they're going to pick the <laughs> the one that you didn't like. Oh, so absolutely. don't don't yeah. even show them that. Never show it. Yeah. And if you've, if you've got customers who are asking, you know, and I, I've run across this with other photographers where. Uh, customers will ask to see all the other shots. Okay, something's going wrong there because you didn't show them, either didn't show them enough to get their interest in something to buy it or oversold how many you were going to show them or something. You know, what you show them should be grabbing their attention and, and give them something that they're going to be very happy with and, and to buy from and never show anything you don't want to sell. But if you've got somebody saying, well, there surely are a lot more. Uh, you kind of came up short somewhere. That's my opinion. There is, but please don't call me Shirley. Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> What's your you record? Record? <laughs> Clarence, Clarence. Clarence, Clarence. Um, so on that I picked the wrong just... day to give up sniffing glue. <laughs> <laughs> I gave the wrong year to give up anything. <laughs> oh, oh, and I was thinking about that the other day, not to go off on a tangent, but, but a lot are. of people had a go. bad year. Had a bad year in 2019. It's like, oh, I can't wait until 2020 because there's no way it's going to be as bad as 2019. It was like, I fought yeah, them. Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If, if you're looking for a fresh start for 2020, you got it. <laughs> That's right. Here we go. You know, but uh, just the opposite of, you know, if there's something you don't like, don't show it because you know Dharma, like, they're going to buy it. But also, if there's something, you go through, you got to look at your images with a fine tooth comb. I mean, 
the editing process. And this is something that just drives me nuts. I hear everyone saying, oh, about the edits. Um, editing is getting rid of crap and keeping good stuff. That's what editing is. Artwork is a completely different story, and that's artwork. But edit, so you make sure that anything that isn't perfect doesn't go out as well. I mean, it's Murphy's Law, that that one image that you're like, oh, man, they're going to really like this. This has a great expression, and the background looks really cool, and I did this. Did the lighting hit just right, but it was out of focus. Um, yes. And you know, well, that's the one. <laughs> That's, That's the one they love because of everything else. Yet when they make it a 40 by 60, because they loved it so much, they're going to go, oh, this is all fuzzy. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, so would, would you so, would you like to upgrade to a painting of this image? I can, that's right. I can well, throw I it in at no charge. No yeah. charge. Exactly. Truth be told, we decided told, I've deserved. done that. Oh, I have done we that. have all done that. Yes. <laughs> There's ways or, of or tweaking back. our mistakes. Or back in my wedding days, it'll be like, oh, shoot, this is out of focus. Okay, so then let's turn it black and white and do that high grain look to it. Like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, that's this big. <laughs> it's a huge grain noise, it's called. It's yeah. no, in Photoshop noise, but we call it grain because it sounds fancier. It does. <laughs> it was, but yeah. <laughs> right, right. It's like and we that shot too. 3200 T Max or whatever it was back in the day. Pushed to 98,000, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Girl, the fine. That's. Get this stuff processed the right way. And uh, we just lost yeah. anybody under the age of 50. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, anyhow, back to clients. So, back back to clients. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, maybe now is the time. Maybe it's not the time. But I see photographers be like, oh, I specialize in weddings and families and business and portraits and-, and dogs and cats and you know it's it's like michael said in one of our other podcasts dogs with pet boudoir, uh, pet boudoir. <laughs> pet boudoir. Yeah. I've, I've actually I mean, trademarked yeah. that pet boudoir. Pet boudoir. so you know yes it's good to have a variety of things to bring income in but think of how if you specialize in everything you know are you really focused on one thing or not and i when i say focus it's more than just the type of session and maybe that's just me but when i focus completely on seniors i had this i created systems especially for seniors and everything was senior related and it it helped attract the right seniors and i had a workflow that worked great for seniors i had a pricing that works great for seniors i had the verbiage that went through with seniors like everything was so tight that that's what helped Actually, that's what made me give up weddings because dollar per hour, I was making way more money, I still am, on a senior session than all the work that goes into a wedding. And I couldn't get weddings, you know? It's like, okay, you're going to pay me five grand for a wedding when I'm making four grand on the senior that takes me a couple hours to do. Right. Like, you know, it's like, uh, okay, you know, and, and what I tell people is it was tough. It's tough giving up those other jobs, but... When you pick up that phone and you have to turn down that wedding, guess what that just did? You can look at it two ways. You can be like, shoot, I just gave up three grand or five grand. Or you can say, you know how much time I just saved? A now week. I'm gonna a week. I'm gonna use that time to put into seniors into marketing. You know, are you scheduling marketing like every week, every day? You know, like you need to schedule marketing if you're not very good at keeping up with it and just like okay every day for an hour i'm going to spend on marketing 
because that's the time I would have normally been doing maybe a wedding. And if I can get two or three seniors in, even if your average is $1,000, if you get a couple of seniors in, or let's say you worked on your pricing and your workflow that your average went from 1000 to $2,000. You know, it's, it's not just like, hey, I'm going to go out and have a beer and smoke a cigarette because, uh, oh, shoot, I just gave up a wedding. It's like, no, use that time efficiently. Dan, you don't smoke. Soapbox moment. I have to have a drink for my own. Oh, rant. On that, one, yeah. that was a rant. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you know, that's a good uh, – here's a good thought because I got so – like a lot of you, a lot of us, so into everything with seniors, 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 seniors. That's all we ever push. That's all we, I, I tried to put out it's to people. a lot people. of what we talk about here too. <laughs> it is. And – but I, I'm now I'm, I'm starting to think, uh, no, we still do the other things. We still do the families and the tweens and the kids and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it occurred to me this last year, cause I really, the last two years really updated how I did my pricing. And a lot of it was based on what you guys, uh, helped out with and, and some other folks too, but, um, I, Hey Benji, uh, but <laughs> good dog, good dog. Uh, but no, I, I, it was so about, but it's so steered towards seniors. And now that I'm really pushing towards families again, I'm going, you know what? I don't even have a price list for families anymore. Cause it used to be that everything was the same, whether it was a senior or a kid or a family or what it was the same price, no matter what the eight by 10, that 20 by 20 or the, the 24 inch print. The only thing that changed was canvas versus fault wrap versus, you know, standard print with frame. It, 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 but now I'm going, shoot, I got to revitalize my family port, uh, price list, my senior price menu, the kids, the tweens. I mean, and now I'm thinking to myself, okay, again, why would it be any different right. for a family versus a kid? Should it all be the same? But it is. In, in as far as the a la carte, when you think about it, the senior, we're doing a lot of things right now that a lot of us are doing things based on our own volume. So if they do, you know, the wall portrait and the gift prints and the wallets and uh, the book. Well, now most of my families aren't going to have albums. So really it's not a four-step category thing for my family. So, but I'm thinking my family's prices are going to be the same as my senior a la carte. So that all matches everything. Otherwise they're going to say, well, how come an eight by 10 from my family didn't cost the same as it does for a senior or back and forth. So uh, what are your thoughts on pricing compared to different product lines that now we're going to be pushing towards? Uh, mine's exactly the same. So for senior, uh, I can't quote any of the prices off the top of my head because I actually have to pull up the price list. But a 16 by 24 canvas, gallery rep canvas for a senior, exact same for the family. Um, you know, 30 by 40, same thing. 16 by 20, same thing. 8 by 10, same thing. Um, I do have a slightly simplified... If you're getting a wall portrait, 16-inch or larger wall portrait of the family, there is a price break on gift portraits of the same image. So if they're doing a 16 by 24 and they want to gift some 8 by 10s or whatever to family, um, I think I, I think it's 50% off gift portraits from the same image as long as there's a wall portrait uh, purchase. But, yeah, it's exact same price because I have a lot of people who go through that. I'll have – because I'll do the free family portrait session – for every senior client, and some of them will come back in the fall and they'll do a family portrait, or they'll come back the next year and do a family portrait. 
I don't want to have this cognitive dissonance. There's your college word for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah drink to that. <laughs> drink to that. Drink to your cognitive dissonance. I'm going to build a little more cognitive dissonance. But I, I don't want to have this cognitive dissonance where, you know, they paid one price before and then now they're paying a different price. And it's like, why Why would it be different? They wouldn't understand. Well, you know, I had more time. Into, no, they don't care. You know, they don't know. They don't care. Price it the same. Oh, and I was just going to say, and I'm similar, but a lot of my family clients, my headshot clients, you know, are, all are feeders from my senior clients. So, yes, I specialize in seniors. I only market seniors. But guess what? I always get headshot calls. I get weddings. Still, people still call. They're like, I don't see any weddings. I don't see any new boards on your site. But I can t- tell by your imagery it's really artistic. Will you do this for me? So... I can still do that. I'm, it's not like I'm turning away business, although I do turn, I don't photograph <laughs> anyone under the age of nine. Uh, that's right. just me. Because dollar per hour, it's just not worth it. But, uh, uh, you know, but, you know, a lot of people who come to me, they own businesses. So I can pitch headshots to them. I can pitch, um, you know, product photography to them, anything that can help their business. I can, you know, of course, like Michael said, family stuff in the fall, they're coming back. So, the beauty, too, is I think a lot of people spend a lot of time and effort marketing to get new clients, and that's exhausting, and it takes a lot of time. But when you – it's a lot easier to market to people who already know, like, and trust you and have been through the process. They're pre-qualified. So, yes, for families, they don't have to go through my four-step create a collection process, but I've already made – a good chunk of money off of them. They're pre-qualified. We go do a half an hour family session in the fall and I know I'm going to sell a couple of wall portraits and it's, it's so easy. It's, it's just, it sells itself. It's like printing money. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you know, it's, I've always called it data mining and, and the analogy I always used to draw for clients is you spend all this money going out chasing new business and you're not maximizing the business you have with your existing clientele. It's like literally digging a gold mine where you strike gold and you're pulling gold out of that mine and then like a little ways into it, you're like, you know what, I'm going to abandon this mine shaft. I'm going to drive 50 miles over this way. I'm going to dig a new mine and see if I can find gold. Why? You've already found gold in this one place. You need to maximize that, pull as much gold out of the ground as you can, and then think about trying to find a new place to dig a, another gold mine. We had a different analogy about fishing. <laughs> Catching fish is crazy, but hey, let's, we, uh, we, wanna, we don't want to just go out here fishing. We want a boat ride. So they like jet over there for a while, get the wind in your hair and all that, and then they don't catch any more fish. Or, so, or it could be like that time we were down in Texas and we went yeah, striper yeah. striper fishing and uh, <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, there's seagulls over there and he's 50 miles an hour across the lake skipping above oh, the waves. waves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm but hanging on to the back of the boat. <laughs> I think Michael actually fell out at one point. But yeah. Oh, I felt no. like I was going to at one point. <laughs> no, he said, just don't fall out. You don't need a life jacket. Just don't fall out. <laughs> yeah, we're getting, we're getting on this bass boat or, uh, with this professional guide. And I was like, well, uh, hi, I'm Captain Clay. He's like, well, Clay, nice to meet you. I'm holding my hand out. And as I'm saying, uh, it's one thing I got to tell you is uh, I, can't, I can't swim. And he's pulling me onto the boat. He's like, well, it's best that you don't fall out then. <laughs> <laughs> so we all laugh. That. <laughs> well, <laughs> you didn't and tell she- me you're going to go 50 miles an hour across waves. And, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and, I'm sorry. 
and and back to the families like I, you know I send emails out this week to, to my email list and it's like I'm marketing to past families because it is just easier and they have a relationship with me so I'm saying hey you know if if you want a free family portrait session I'm honoring that with everything that's going on family is important let's get together and create a session when it's safe you know, it's so easy and, and hopefully you've been collecting emails or phone numbers and everything and have a nice system. I use Successware. I don't get paid to say that, but uh, whatever system you use to track, you know, there's some systems that are great, like Successware. I don't use it to its full potential, but you can put every sibling in and their birthday and maybe you send, it sends an auto email at their birthday. It says happy birthday or Get a free birthday session, like every anniversary, if you've done weddings, you know, maybe you offer something. So there's a lot of, again, circling all the way back to how we started with having some of these things automated to help bring you business that is, sells itself because these are people that, that, you know, and it's easy for me. I don't like hounding people, but they, they know me and they're like, yeah, you know, I always wanted to do that. Thanks for reminding me. You know, they're thanking me. It's like instead of I feel like I'm just asking for money, you know, and if they say no, it's no big deal. And direct email works. I mean, you don't, yeah, you're right. You don't want to be spamming people. But, you know, if you do it infrequently or provide value every time you do it, it will pay back. Uh, one thing I was going to talk to you before we even got on a podcast today, Dan, is you you had sent out an email to your list today because I'm on your list and you talked about our previous episode. I went and I tracked um, our listeners and downloads today. Nice big spike up. You know, so people obviously saw the email, obviously read the email, obviously clicked through to the link and listened to the last podcast. So it's not like people are ignoring everything that's coming in. Um, If you're providing value and they trust you and you've provided them value in the past, they will open your email and see what you have to say this time. So you're saying that people trust us? <laughs> well, they trust him. They trust oh, Dan. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, I post this all over social media, and we get like five people listening. So <laughs> I, I, I clicked on that one. It's and a, you were one of them. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's a, if you, if I've clicked on it. I clicked on it like 30 times. So like, yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm paying per click for that. Yeah, I'm paying per click, yeah. <laughs> you know, Wait, you just give me a great idea, Dan. Uh, I think. Maybe there's a market, I haven't heard of it yet, but I think maybe let's try just for fun to market to, for anniversary sessions, you know, really target the mom, um, say, Hey, because I'm seeing, you know, I, I, I'm seeing lately a lot of Facebook posts about their anniversary, you know, and it's always the mom, it's always the, 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 the woman posting about, it's been 26 years, um, but I'm like, you know, Maybe instead of a Valentine's Day thing, which I think is too hallmarky, but really steer towards, you know, let's push out a couple of times throughout the year, uh, a, a special anniversary session and we can make it what you want. Uh, Tie it in with the family session, too, because that's that's one of the things that drives family session bookings is, you know, there's a milestone, maybe it's a 35th or a 40th or 50th or grandparents or whatever, and that'll yeah. drive and then if they aren't even thinking of that, they just they book the anniversary. I'm like, hey, have you guys thought about doing an updated family portrait? Boom, boom, boom. You know, they, mm-hmm. you get the whole Builds thing at once. Other. Exactly. 
Yeah, that's a great idea. And it also kind of made me think of something that I wrote down before, but then we got on a different tangent of how different niches, niches that you do can actually maybe hurt your business. And I, you know, so for instance, I'm a male photographer and I photograph high school seniors. I do not photograph boudoir, you know, because I feel like that any amount of money that that brings in is going to hurt my business way more than it's going to help my business. That's just my opinion. Now, if someone that I know asks me to do a session, I don't advertise it. I can do it. I'll do those sessions. I don't post it anywhere, which normally would boudoir. You don't anyways. Don't really post it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the downfalls with that. It's kind of hard to market it because people want to keep that exclusive. And I, I totally agree. Private. Yeah. But, you know, kind of think about that. You know, if you're offering that, is it, you know, do the numbers. Is it, is it hurting you more than it's helping you? Or you create a separate brand for it because I know people who have done that. Although I still, I mm-hmm. still am in the same boat as you are, Dan. I, I don't think if you're a senior photographer, especially like us, you wouldn't want to be doing, you know, you wouldn't want to be crossing things over like that. But on a different tangent, um, headshots, uh, we had talked about, touched on a few times today. Headshots is a big. That's a big part of my business. It's a whole different ball game from seniors and families and weddings and such. So I've created a separate brand. I've got a separate website for it. You know, my regular website is beautifulportraits.com. Go there and book a session. Now you can't right now. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but my uh, headshot business is Madison Headshots. So it's a link. There is a link off of beautifulportraits.com to that, but whole different pricing structure because the idea behind the headshot, at least the way my business is set up, is it's professional, it's quick, in and out, done. So and and it's all digital file. No, I can't think of the last time I sold a print for uh, for a uh, headshot session. How, have you guys? I, I have actually, but it was really because they liked it. Well, it, it was funny. Well, like they, maybe a five by seven for their wife or something. You know? Right? Yeah, they they yeah. wanted something for. Well, they needed it for the bank, and then they're like, "Hey, that's really nice. Can can I get a couple of these for my kids or for my? You know, I'm like." I've never had anybody ask before. I didn't know what to charge them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and sticking with brand, what I've wanted to do for a while, and I've had a few of these sessions, they're not extremely popular by no means, but to create composites, and they're not really headshots, but they're, you know, they're more promotional imagery that describes an industry, which is like, you know, someone who's a welder, for instance, and I, I, we had like chalk, not chalk, but, um, coal and just metal and kind of, kind of all on his face. And I had, he's holding a blowtorch and I got flames coming out of it. And I put him in a, a background that's like really cool and steampunk looking or factory kind of looking. And so I've done that. And I also have done a few other things with uh, a company in town that creates these really awesome, I don't even know how to describe it, but they create these, they see and see these things. They've made different things like Star Wars speeder bikes and stuff. And yeah, wow. it's, it's, it's really cool. And so I create things and I really wanted to market more factories. And then this whole thing hit again, you know, like going in, in, the, in, in my area, there's a lot of blue collar factories selling nuts and bolts and, and selling paper and selling paper, manufacturing machines well let's create something that shows this engineer 
with the machine in the background or, you know, shows a cool kind of digital background that's, you know, schematics, if I even mm-hmm. said that right, that's Schematic, showing, sure. <laughs> you know, the engineering that's going on. It's just basically looking at if you had a senior that was into this particular hobby, how am I going to create a composite that shows that oh, and, right. and just stand out than the average headshot. And, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I've, I've played with and toyed with and done a little bit, but I would love to do more of that. Yeah, and I, I've done that with headshots. Um, you know, I've it's been more so with high tech clients who were. Well, you did um, a you did a chef or something once too, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's I call it it's personal branding is the way I brand it, and it's um it's always a custom quote. There's a minimum order or a minimum price I charge for. Just you know, people know what a starting price is. Yeah, and I had a personal chef come in. And uh, I did a bunch of green screen stuff and some, he wanted some kind of Gordon Ramsay looking kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, let's not rip off Gordon Ramsay, but I, I, I get the idea of what you want to do. And um, so we did a bunch of things and he used that for his, his personal chef brand. And now I follow him on Instagram. This guy's traveling all over the world. I mean, he's, he's like in uh, a different country. I was just going to try to name the country. I just saw him in, but I couldn't remember what it was. But he was in this Italy, different country. <laughs> That was like in Northern Africa. I can't remember what, oh, okay. what it was. Not, not Morocco, but next to Morocco. Anyway, and I've done that with seniors too. I had a kid come in last year that, um, and this is going to tie into back into the my ideal clients too, because um, he was kind of a nerdy kid. He wasn't in any sports. You know, I was a former athlete too. Yes. I was a former athlete. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> so, the, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest? That's right. Well, I hey, came he's in, still champion, dang it. I came in third in the region. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, no, seriously. You know, but, uh, you know, so I do enjoy working with athletes and doing sports stuff. But so uh, and it's, they'll see a lot of those things and they'll come in and I'll get a kid that's nerdy or whatever. And uh, they'll say, well, I don't do any sports. I'm like, that's okay. You know, what, what do you like? What do you do? And it's like, well, not a lot. And it's like, well, what are you interested in? What do you think about going to college for? Oh, I, I want to, I want to be a chemical engineer. I'm like, oh, okay. So I don't know if you may have seen me post this before, but, um, I, I pulled something from Adobe stock with like, with, uh, different compounds and stuff. And like, it was like a digital, uh, almost like a whiteboard, but not a whiteboard with all these compounds on it. And he was drawing on it and all that kind of stuff. Same kind of concept where you can use some of these things where you can either create a background or source it in stock as long as you have the you know proper rights to use it and shoot something green screen and put somebody in there and tell a little bit more of their story beyond shooting them in front of a background. You know, so that's where you can use like my composite skills, your composite skills, Carl's got composite skills too. Was was your senior's name Jesse? Jesse? No. It's, oh, Breaking Bad reference there. It was, oh, it, was, it, was like, it was it was a stretch. Boom. It was a stretch. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Oh yeah, because you you're not a Breaking Bad fan, are you? No, no. Because uh, science, bitch. Here's, here's my thing. I'm sure I'm sure I would like it, but it's too many seasons. And then everybody says, "Well, the first season's not that good." It's like, "Well, I don't want to suffer through a first season." Just to be able to watch the other six or seven, so I'm like, it'll yeah, only take no. you a day and a half right now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's it's nothing. Binge it, man. Binge yeah, that's actually probably our next uh, our next podcast is talking about all the stuff we've been binge watching. <laughs> binge I haven't watch, had time yeah. to do anything. I've been busy and, actually. <laughs> and before we finish up, I want to give a shout out to our friend Nate Peterson 
uh, from Richmond, Wisconsin, because we've been talking a lot about, you know, finding your customer persona and, and photographing people you relate to. And if you've ever seen his presentation, it's great because he talks about like what Michael was saying, he's an athlete, but yet he, the, the science like nerd kind of, you know, client. Yeah. Yeah. He really got into it. And Nate is that way. He's like, you know, he, photographs these just normal kids and there's people who they're they're not the the athlete and the the jock and the the most popular people and you know he self-proclaims this that that wasn't him in high school so he can he is his niche is photographing those people that relate to him and and kids connect to him and his photography is great and and people love him because he is great the experience is great because he can relate to that high school senior and he can help shape and inform that senior and say, Hey, I'm just like you. I'm just a, a person that, you know, I text him the other day, like, how are you doing with everything? You know, how's it going? I'm thinking of you, praying of you for you guys and stuff. And he's like, Oh, you know, I'm okay. And in fact, you know, I'm kind of used to this. I'm, I'm just kind of this, you know, reverting back to my kind of just, uh, you know, I'm not, don't need to be around other people and be, you know, more isolated kind of person. That's who he is. And that's his client persona. So don't feel like you have to be something that you're not. You will right. be successful if you're true to who you are. I think those are great closing words. Absolutely. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Oh, <laughs> so, mic is expensive. Don't drop it. They are expensive. <laughs> so uh, this episode has been brought to you by Naga Chili Vodka. Touted as the world's hottest vodka, Naga Chili Vodka claims to be, get this, 250,000 Scovilles hot. For the maker's product description, it's so horrendous, we suggest you don't even purchase it. That's <laughs> Naga Chili Vodka. <laughs> and as usual, this is a real liquor Thing. that's out there. <laughs> wow. Naga Chili. <laughs> I love it. I think we so, need to start buying these things and, and, and testing them on air, kind of like yeah. they do on like the late shows. <laughs> well, I think we, yeah, also, I think we should should send them like copies of the podcast and see how we're talking. We'll, they'll send us stuff for free. <laughs> no, probably. Good point. Yeah, yeah, but you we, know we the only a, stuff we'll get for free is the Naga Chili Vodka or the, or the Donkey <laughs> or that Piss clam, Tequila. That clam thing, you talk, that fishy thing. We, we oh, need yeah. some kind of virtual, a virtual uh, shot ski too. I'm not sure how yes. we do it, but that would be funny actually. But It would be. Yeah. All right. Anyway. That's, all, that's all we got for this week. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, as always, cheers to cheers, you. Cheers, folks. <laughs> cheers. Last call. You've been listening to the Photo Happy Hour podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to not miss a single action-packed episode. And join our Photo Happy Hour Facebook group where we'll post links to the stuff we all talk about. You can find my Molite gear online at www.gomolite.com. That's G-O-M-O-L-I-G-H-T.com. You can find the Facebook page under Molite Store, and I also run the Godox Flash Help Group on Facebook. You can find Dan's Senior Unlocked website at www.seniorsunlocked.com. That's seniors with an S at the end, unlocked.com, and the Facebook group under Seniors Unlocked. And you can find Carl's Coaching Corner at www.ccphotocoach.com, ccphotocoach.com. Till next time, cheers to you.
If you have enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give this fellowship the highest possible rating. Do so with great haste. Fly, you fools!